Hello, welcome, Ben Benito. This is Speak the Truth with Troy. I'm Troy Outlaw. Well, football season is almost over. Got one game left. So it's time to get a little controversial. Stay tuned. The N-word is a highly offensive racial slur used to demean black people. The term has a deeply troubling history rooted in the transatlantic slave trade and histories of racial oppression. The exact origin of the word is not entirely clear, but is believed to have been evolved from the Spanish and Portuguese word negro, meaning black. The word, the N-word, has been used as a tool of racial oppression and discrimination, and it has been associated with systematic racism and violence against black communities. Throughout history, it has been used to justify slavery, segregation, and various forms of racial injustice. Given its deeply Deeply offensive and hurtful nature, the N-word is widely condemned and considered extremely derogatory and unacceptable in contemporary society. It is important to understand the word's history and the harm it has caused to work towards creating a more inclusive and equitable world. So from what I just read, why is using this word still acceptable? At what point will this word just go to hell away? And what irritates me the most about the word is our race of people, the black people. Justification for using the word and white people not using the word. That's our word. That's not my damn word. Never have been and never will be. You know who words, whose word that is? That's slave owner's word. That's their word. And black people are just using it for entertainment. That word belongs to the slave owners that beat, whipped, raped, and murdered our ancestors. And as a black culture, we're going around saying, that's our word. <laughs> really? Wow. The word was introduced to society. Uh, 
I mean, really introduced to society through roots. And when I say introduced to society, I mean um, live and in color on TV. 1977, Alex Haley's Roots came out. And this show came out, it was so controversial. Uh, it really shocked America. You know, I was a boy in grade school and I remember going to school the next day and, you know, you could just see, you know, the shock on the teachers faces. You know, it carried for a while. But then it went away. And introduced back through um, what we call, I guess, gangster rap. And NWA, the first group and to be honest with you, I think this the only group that has had it in their name. And when they came out in 88, it wasn't like now where you see NWA and you can open your phone and Google what that is, you know. Um, so it was a lot of talk about <clears throat> what does NWA stand for? And... It 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 shifted it shifted America. And like I mentioned, <clears throat> like I mentioned in uh previous podcast, <clears throat> these guys are the same age that that I am. Uh, I graduated high school in nineteen eighty six. I'm 55 years old. So these guys are around the same age I am. So at that time, they were given an opportunity to do what they love to do, rap. And they weren't the first one. They wasn't the first ones that that started it. Uh, you know, there was underground underground rapping where they were cussing and stuff initially, but it wasn't getting any playtime. They wasn't putting that crap on uh, the radios. But they took a chance and, you know, they scored off of it. And like I said, they were young. They were given an opportunity to do what they love to do. Uh, but in my opinion, looking back on it, you know, they put our society back. They set us back because we were a race of people who took pride in themselves, how we looked, what we wore, um, and how we spoke. And 
when the rap came out, you know, then came the baggy pants, pants hanging off your ass and, you know, and the highly use of the N-word. I was watching a uh, special with Dave Chappelle on Netflix and um, it's called Sticks and Stones. And he makes a comment, you know, about the use of the N-word and the use of the F-word and why is it okay? And when I say the F word, I'm not talking about the F-U-C-K word. I'm talking about the F-A-G word. And he makes the comment about why is it okay to use the N word, but not the F word. And I got a clip here. It's about about two minutes long, a minute and a half or so. Um, And let me warn you, he does use the N-word and the F-word. So, you know, please mute it or whatever you need to do um, to get through it. But uh, here it is. Our network television, they have a department that's called Standards and Practices. This is a department that tells you what you can and cannot say on television. And if you're doing your job well, you should never hear from them. But if you make a Chappelle show, you'll hear from these motherfuckers all the time. And remember, this is 15 years ago. I made a mistake. I didn't even know I had done anything wrong. I had written a sketch that had the word So I had to go to standards and practices. They called me up. I don't know why they're calling me, but I like the lady that runs the department. She's usually really fair and was one of my favorite people I've ever worked with. So she sits me down. We have a nice conversation. She tells me, oh, the sketches are great. I go, oh, fantastic. Well, then why am I here? She said, because, David, there's no way that you can ever say the word faggot on our network. I didn't know I did anything wrong. I didn't try to defend myself. I said, all right, fuck it. I'll take it out. Have a good afternoon. And as I was leaving, it occurred to me, hey, hey, Renee, quick question. <laughs> it's just a question. I'm serious. I want to know, like, why, why is it, why is it that, that I can say the word nigger with impunity? Say the word faggot. And she said, Because, David, you are not gay. I said, Well, Renee, I'm not a nigger either. Dave asked the question in there, but he knew the answer. He knew, he knew the answer to his question. And here's a very short clip, very short clip of 
his answer to the question. Take a look. So yeah, Dave, you answered your own question because the alphabet, and it's not the alphabet community, it's the LGBTQIA community, a community of our brothers and sisters and loved ones who we care about. And they are not going to tolerate being called F-words. And we as black people tolerate it. That's the bottom line. And gay and lesbian people and trans people don't call each other F-words. They don't go around calling each other the F-word. And they don't tolerate people using it. And if you're an industry, rap, uh, you know, television, music, whatever, if you're using that F word, you can get ready for a boycott. You can get ready for a community of pissed off people to come to your organization and boycott you. But you can use the N-word all you want to and nobody's going to say anything. So that's why you can use the N-word and not the F-word because the LGBTQIA community it's not going to tolerate that shit. That's the bottom line. Well, I'm not going to spend much time on that. You know, we know the N-word and the use of it is wrong. Uh, you know, our, for whatever reason, our society thinks it's funny. Uh, I never understand that. Um, I understand the industry world making money off of it. So they're going to continue to use it, you know, um, they're throwing us under the bus, you know, they're throwing our race of people under the bus because they can make money using the N word. And what's, uh, really irritating to me is you know, people are numb to it. They're just numb to it. You know, they can, you know, you can sit through a comedy show and, you know, a group of black people, white people, whatever, and 
the guy uses the N word every third word and nobody ever blinks the eye. They just laugh and go on about their business. We got to do better as a society. As a society. We got to do better. Stop using the N word and stop tolerating it. Don't tolerate it. Check people when they use it. People, are we really doing this again? What in the hell is our infatuation with these geriatric old ass people in the White House or in Senate? Nancy Pelosi and Mick McConney are so freaking old, it's ridiculous. Mitch had two strokes last year while doing press conferences. What's our infatuation with him? And we put him in the Senate year after year after year. No term limits. They just grow there. And Biden, my God, this man, you know, somebody please save him. You know, I'm, you know, I'm hoping Donald Trump win just to, to help him out, you know, get him out of there. At least Donald Trump can, you know, halfway walk. And I, I don't want Donald Trump in the White House. Let me straighten that shit up quick. Uh, I don't want either one of them in the White House. And I'm not Democrat and I'm not Republican. I voted for George Bush, the last George Bush, twice. I voted for Obama twice. And I didn't want to vote in the Last one, because I didn't want either one of them in there. Oh, uh, but Donald Trump was so <clears throat> divisive. Uh, well, not the last one, the one where it was Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. I didn't want to vote for either one of those, but I voted for Hillary simply because Donald Trump was so divisive. This country, this society, America has, you know, been through so much and has been so divided. You know, that old dumbass Kaepernick, you know, I mean, I didn't know if we were going to ever get over that. And he didn't give a shit. All he wanted was the money. You see, he got the money and got his ass out of there. Kaepernick was, you know, the biggest bamboozle of the century. And we as society fell for it. <clears throat> and then along came Trump. And he just came in right at the right time where 
Kaepernick was doing that bullshit. And it took him straight into the White House. Plus, you know, didn't we didn't the Democrats didn't really give us anything with Clinton, you know, who the hell want another Clinton in the White House? You know. You think Michelle Obama's fixing to go try to get in the White House? She no way. I don't think so. I would never believe that. So please. And and, I, and I'm, I've got to channel the young people on this because there's no way these old fuckers, people, I'm old, I'm 55, I'm old. These guys are elderly. We have got to do better as a society. And young people, it's going to be you that, that save us. You you have got to go out and vote and stop this shit. Because old people, old people are the ones who continue to put them in there. You got to get your own mind and stop voting how mom and them vote. And vote to get these old ass people out of office. There's no way these old ass people are on the same level of thinking as far as the culture, the technology. There's no way that they're on the same level of thinking as you guys are, the young people. Another thing, old politicians don't give a shit about your country. All they care about is power. Power. They already got the money. They just want the power. Young people care about change. They genuinely care about change. And there's no way you're going to tell me that there's no young politicians out there that we can put in office. And I say, young, hell, you know, they can be 40, 45, 50, you know. They're considered young to what's in there now. Let's please stop this infatuation with these old ass people. Please. We got Depends and geriatric and onset dementia in the damn White House. Let's stop this. <clears throat> it looks like it's going to be four years of, you know, more of these old ass people in here because nobody's stepped up yet. I don't think the lady that's running against Trump has a chance. But after 
you know, Biden or Trump in the next four years, let's start making a change to, to politics. Let's start making a change to politics. Let's get these old ass people out of office. Well, thank you for listening. Remember, speak the truth, even if it makes your voice shake.